0: What is up and what's happening everybody and welcome into episode 152 of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host Blake Lane and tonight I'm joined by one of my co-hosts Dustin Smith and we're here to talk about the Auburn Tigers like always. uh, We're going to kick this thing off talking about Auburn basketball tonight, a big game against the University of South Florida tomorrow night in Neville Arena. I will be live on YouTube for that game if you would like to come over to the YouTube channel, hop in the live chat and we can talk about football, basketball, even baseball, whatever, we can talk about any sport, doesn't matter to me. Uh, Also tonight, me and Dustin will be talking about the Auburn football team headed back to Jordan-Hare Stadium to take on the Texas A&M Aggies this Saturday night, the return of Cadillac Williams to Jordan-Hare Stadium as the interim head coach for your Auburn Tigers. There's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about, man. One exciting thing I want to talk about is the list of recruits that are coming out to watch a 3-6 and football team. Cadillac has saved this fan base. He has saved this program, in my opinion, and we are going to talk about that tonight with Dustin. There's a lot of intensity around this game Saturday night. You can feel the atmosphere within the Auburn fan base. It's exciting, man. It's exciting. That's why we called this shot weeks ago on this podcast. This team, this program, these fans needed a shot in the arm. And I really believe that Cadillac Williams and this interim staff is the perfect fit, man. I really do. I really believe that. So, we're excited for Auburn football. There's something to get up about this Saturday. So, that is why we are doing this podcast tonight. And I can't wait, man. And and war damn eagle to each and every one of you. And we're going to kick it over here to the Belly Up Sports Network. Then we're going to hop in here with Dustin and get this thing rolling. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and tonight we are here with Dustin Smith, like always, to talk about some Auburn sports. Dustin, man, nice little Thursday night. How you doing? I'm great, buddy. We're in the middle of...
2: Everything's going on, you know what I mean? We got football this weekend. We got basketball tomorrow night. We just kicked off basketball earlier this week. I think the ladies basketball team is playing right now. Volleyball is tomorrow as well. So uh, we're right in the middle of sports season, man. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, bro, I love it. And uh, I'm excited about the Auburn Athletics Department, man. Uh, You know, John Cohen being hired as athletic director, a lot of exciting stuff. Cadillac leading the guys, man. I feel like he's rejuvenated a fan base, a program, man. But first, before we get into all that, Dustin, I know there's a big basketball game tomorrow night. Bruce Pearl and the boys are back. We saw what they did the other night in the opener, and they're back tomorrow night at Neville Arena against the University of South Florida. Man, what are you looking for in the boys tomorrow night? Better shooting. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, I think at this point we know under – Bruce Pearl, that we're just going to play tenacious defense. Yep. Uh, I mean, you see it right out the gate. And the thing that's going to be this team's uh, strength, in my opinion, down the stretch will be we're for real ten guys deep right now. Mm-hmm. And in a couple weeks, you, ho- you hope to be working in Chance Westry, mm-hmm. who everyone who got to watch practice during the offseason said is the best player on the team or at least the most talented. Mm-hmm. So we're ten, eleven guys deep, man. Uh, and as the season goes on, you know you're gonna ha- you're gonna have guys get banged up, get nicked up, miss time. Uh, so if you've got that many guys playing consistent minutes, there's so much you can do with it, Blake. You can do matchups. You know, okay, who's hot? This guy's not hot tonight, and that's probably gonna be a thing for us. We just have some streaky shooters. Yeah. Um, but it gives you the ability to do some matchups. And uh, like I said, man, if some guys get hurt, then you've got other guys that have, got, have uh, got playing time under their belt that you can fall back on. So just coming into tomorrow night, we need to shoot better from three. Um, man, the way teams team, and at this point, I mean, you already saw it week one. Uh, they're kind of begging us to shoot the three. They were backing off mm-hmm. KD, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't making them consistently. So that shot's going to be there for us. I think that. Depending on the looks we get, you saw it a couple times, especially in the second half versus George Mason. Uh, when they really pack it in in the paint, that mid-range jumper is going to be there for you as well, mm-hmm. uh, That right there at the free throw line. So there's different things that are going to open up for us. We just got to knock the shots down, man. Uh, you know we're going to rebound. You know we're going to play uh, really aggressive, hard-nosed defense. And at this point, guys like Dylan Carwell and. Jalen, man, these guys have played a lot of basketball. So they're mm-hmm. experienced. They don't make mistakes. And uh, so we just, it's going to be the things, just by default, man, this team's going to win 20 to 22 games at least. So yeah. what can we do throughout the season to get better that's going to help us in March make that run?
0: Absolutely, Dustin. And I agree with the, with the, it should be, it should be 22 games, you know at the at the bare minimum, you know. Uh one thing that kind of does scare me, Dustin, is free throw shooting, man. Like, you know, I feel like ever since that Final Four run in 2019, we haven't shot free throws. We haven't shot three free throws very well, man. It's been very inconsistent and uh, the other night I think we shot what's like 62% and I just I well, feel like, in the second
1: half, but it was terrible in the first.
0: Yeah, and I feel like in order to make a deep run in March, man, you've got to be a great free throw shooting team. And I just uh I, I don't wanna harp on it because I know it's you know, I know it's game one and it's super early in the season. But I do want to see that get better. And I also want to see Alan Flanagan, man. I think this is his year. And I know he had a, yeah, he had a tough game the other night, but it, like I said, it's game one. But tomorrow night, that is the guy that I'm looking for to come out and really, really have a game uh, against South Florida. And Dustin, last year, if you remember when we played South Florida, we got down early against them and, uh, Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, and so I I don't want to I don't want to see that I want to see I want to see Auburn come out hot early, get out the gate, and get up on somebody.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent, and Let's keep that home. Let's keep that home industry going. It should be a good crowd because it's going to be a busy weekend. I just watched Tiger Talk, and mm-hmm. that place was packed out. Uh, kinda like I got a stand to know as he walked in. So mm-hmm. uh, the juice is definitely going to be there this weekend at Auburn. So it'll be fun, man, and. Um, Jenai, looks like he's probably our best overall player, but oh, he definitely—you can definitely tell—like he doesn't look explosive as he did in Israel. You can tell that foot's bothering him. So, I, you know, I—I I mean, obviously, Bruce feels comfortable with him being out there, but uh, I would like to get up big early and you know just kind of be able to sit him out and just be able to depend on your solid guys like Jalen and Dylan.
0: Yeah, no doubt, man, and and you can definitely tell he's going to be an absolute stud. And the other night on the live feed, when I was on YouTube, I kept saying like, I actually think that we might be a little better and a little bit more athletic down low this year uh, than we were last year. Uh, I I just I think that what he can do around the basket, and I think the the floor might be a little bit more spread out with him underneath there, man. And his ability to go with the right hand or the left hand is phenomenal. So you you lose a guy like Walker Kessler, but then you gain a guy like Broom. So um, I think I think this team, you know, like like I said last year, man, Sweet Sixteen at minimum. I, I think they should get to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, hopefully, we don't get a, an early bounce out in the second round like last year. That was kind of frustrating. But man, what are your overall like? Like, how far do you think this team could get in the tournament? The essential. I mean, and a lot of it, obviously, is
2: about what matchups you get, what bracket you get put in. We definitely don't seem to get the uh, the favorable uh, options too much. You think back to 2019, having to go through Kansas and
1: mm-hmm. Kentucky,
2: and, you know, they don't mind giving it to us. But, um, man, with as deep as we are, and, and the thing about last year was, when well, we were better than that Miami team, mm-hmm. Um, what happens is, When you get to the tournament, man, like you see, Kentucky's a good example of this. Um, You can have a lot of talent, and we Mm -hmm. have two first-rounders. But, man, a lot of times when you get into that moment, the experience Mm -hmm. uh, defeats the talent. And you play a team like Miami that has juniors and seniors that have all been playing together for a while, that have already been in this moment a couple of times, And when things get hairy, that experience, you look at the mid-major teams that make a run. Mm. Every time a a small mid-major makes a deep, deep run, they've got guys that have played together for four or five years. Yeah. Well, now we have that on our side this year. Now, a lot of transfers like Wendell and KD, but they still, last year was their first year playing together. They've had a whole nother year. You can think about the trip to Israel. It has so much time together. Um, I think that's going to be a big benefit for us in the tournament. So I think that the Sweet 16, to me, man, the way I look at the uh, any expectations for our college basketball, that tournament is so freaking crazy that I just want you to get out the first weekend, and then let's see how it goes from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100% Dustin and uh, you know you just got to survive in advance man and I know I trust Bruce Pearl and everything that he has done with this basketball program and I love to see it man just seeing Neville Arena uh, absolutely slam packed for every single game man it just it shows how far it's come and it, it's it, it leaves me speechless Dustin because I, I look at it man and I never thought that Auburn basketball would be to this level in my lifetime honestly like wow. I never saw it, man. Like I walk into work and I work with a huge Kentucky fan, and he's diehard. And I just look at him and say, "Hey, you know we 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 expect to beat you now. All right, we don't we don't rush the court when we beat Kentucky. Like now, it's expected, and if we lose, it's devastating." And, you know, if I'm, I'm sure if Ty-Ty plays, you know, they probably beat us, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're all there to see Kentucky, man. You know, they're not there to see Auburn. Everybody's there to see Kentucky. But, uh, Dustin, man, that just shows, like, how um, how much this program has come in the short amount of time that Bruce has been there, man. Like, I mean, I can remember back, and, like we talked about the other night, with the Tony Barbie era and all that, man. It's just, um, it's incredible, man. It's incredible, and you know, like guys like KT Harrell, and and you know, in that in that SEC tournament where he hit the big shot against LSU and stuff, uh, stuff like that, man. Just it that was the groundwork, and now you know, you've been to a Final Four. You go to the tournament pretty much every year. Uh, I don't count the 2020 stuff, the the Mickey Mouse stuff, so. You know, it's expected, man, and it's it's just uh, it's incredible to see around Auburn. So, I'm excited this year, man. I think this could be one hell of a team. And, you know, like I said, man, Sweet 16, if we don't get to the Sweet 16, I really would be upset, just like last year, man. I, I kind of, you know, I was devastated last year because I I went ahead and bought Final Four tickets, Dustin. I had already planned my trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were bought in. Yeah, and I ended up living – I ended up – going to the final four because I had already bought the tickets. And so oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. i
1: been disappointed
0: too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to watch uh North Carolina and Kansas. Now, I got yeah, I got to watch a I got to watch a hell of a game now. Uh, Kansas come back from 29 down, but yeah. You know that wasn't who I was wanting to watch. I was wanting to watch the Auburn Tigers and Jabari Smith Jr. Uh, Be honest
2: with you, I didn't watch it. A moment of it after Auburn lost. That's how disgusted with it I was.
0: <laughs> but man, Dustin, I, I, the real reason why we're we're really here tonight is because we want to talk a little bit about this Auburn football program, man. And we all know what it, what Saturday night. We all know what Saturday night is. All right? It's the return to Jordan, uh, Jordan-Hare Stadium. It's Texas A&M in prime time. And we have an interim head coach right now who we got to watch last Saturday night lead our football team, show energy and passion on the sidelines last Saturday night, Dustin. We got to see a video uh, of the post postgame of, of the guys in the locker room. And what Cadillac had to say to them, and then there was a video that was released today by Auburn football social media page, and it was just Cadillac talking about how much he loved Auburn. And if you love Auburn, you know it'll love you back, and how he wasn't prepared for this. It wasn't a dream of his, but you know he, he's here in this moment, and he's actually he's absolutely going to take it. He didn't know if he was ready for it, but You know, it was just something he couldn't pass up. And, Dustin, when you look at this man, how much does he mean not only to these players, but to this university and this fan base?
2: More, and I knew he meant a lot, but more than I even knew. Yeah. Um, And he's my all-time favorite Auburn player. Uh, I thought it was kind of one of those things where it was just like, my generation that had grown up, and that was kind of, you know... And I knew that everyone loved him. But, man, uh, it's kind of of like, you know, when Kobe died, and it was like... I was a big Kobe fan, and I knew Mm -hmm. that a lot of people liked Kobe and respected him, but I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, on a much different scale, because that affected the whole world, just because, you know, of how big Kobe was. I'm just saying, like, an example of... I kind of stepped back and said, whoa, I didn't know it meant that. And that's kind of what this last week has been. I, I just I didn't know that it meant that much. Um, but, man, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to see. And that when he runs out of that tunnel Saturday night, like Jordan Hare might come down, baby. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, you know, when we win the game, spoiler alert, I'm picking us to win. Mm. Uh when we when we win the game, yeah, that it's just gonna be that place is gonna be I mean, play we're three and six, we're playing a three and six and it's sold out, man. Mm-hmm. And uh the energy I mean everyone's fired up, everyone's excited for the remaining three games and we suck. Yep. So, you know, it's just and that's all that's all about Cadillac. So again, brilliant move by Roberts from Rich McGlyn just to salvage some part of the season and man if we finish five and seven you know if we're able to win this week and beat western kentucky and just able to, to put something productive on the field versus alabama um it might be the proudest i've ever been of an Auburn team and we wouldn't even have made a bowl but just to really dig in and 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 to keep fighting when you don't have to it says a lot and you remember in 2013 whenever we uh
0: we played LSU. And I want to say it was a fourth game of the season, maybe mm-hmm. in the third, somewhere in there. Yeah, I was and at that game.
2: Like... You were there?
0: Yeah, I was at that game. I sat in the I sat in the rain in Baton Rouge. Well, I say it rained the whole time. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and and really we 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 didn't play bad at all. We fumbled it what three times in the first quarter. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe it was Jeremy Hill. For LSU he had that big run uh early and, and we kinda got down. what did we get down like twenty one to zero. Yeah, twenty one yep, twenty one nothing. Yep, twenty one nothing. That's right. And
2: but it ended up being it ended up being thirty five to twenty one. And I remember thinking after that game, because that was a year after two thousand and twelve, I remember thinking we're on the way up. And it mm-hmm. was a 14 point loss, but we didn't mail it in and we fought the whole time. And that was different than what I had been seeing for a whole season prior. And yep. even honestly, before that, before 2000, we saw things really coming apart in
1: 2011.
2: But, yeah. um, and I kind of have that feeling now and winning would really help that. It would just like, man, things are going to be Okay and I think we're headed up, and that's pretty incredible when you consider we don't even know who the next head coach would be. Now, that whole feeling, that whole positive mojo, that could all go away with a crappy hire,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. you know, or one that doesn't excite the fan base. Um, But, for now, man, just considering how dark everything was just a week or two ago to where it is right now, um, it's just a lot of fun, and yeah. Cadillac Williams is one of the most beloved players in the history of Auburn sports, and that's pretty clear to see.
0: Yeah, Dustin, and you know, man, you bring that LSU game up, and I was there that night, and a couple weeks ago, I was scrolling through, I was scrolling through uh, my Facebook memories. And I actually posted on Facebook that night and said, you know what? As I'm walking out of Tiger Stadium, I can honestly tell you that this 2013 team did not give up like the 2012 team did. They didn't mail it in. And I saw some fight that night. And lo and behold, uh, did they fight, Dustin? They ended up losing in the last second. Yeah, they, they got to the natty, and they ended up losing in heartbreaking fashion, but uh, one of the better Auburn teams that we'll ever see, man. So, you know, looking at this, man, I see the same thing in the Mississippi State game. We're down early. We didn't pack it in. We fought back. We should have won the football game, but we didn't. But I'll tell you something, Dustin. I see more and more people getting on this Cadillac Williams head coaching train. And honestly, Dustin, I, I look at what, what, what kind of kids are coming to watch a three-and-six football team this weekend at Jordan-Hare Stadium, and you see that recruiting list, and people want to say, hey, Dion, he can recruit the five stars. Well, Dustin, I think so can Cadillac Williams. And I want to ask you, man. Do you think Cadillac Williams would be the perfect fit for the Auburn Tigers? And do you think he has any chance to become Auburn's next head coach?
2: I don't think he has any chance, um, but I do think that he's making it. He's making it pretty much to where the administration will tell the next coach, "You got to keep this guy." And I, I hate that because that goes against what I believe should happen, but. I'm, gonna, I'm really gonna contradict myself on this one uh because you want to get a guy to come in and do get whoever he wants to give But Calix pretty making he's pretty much making it a thing where you can't afford to lose him and he has to stay uh because yep. he's proven how
1: valuable and how talented he is mm-hmm. and also because of just how much he clearly means to the fan base um yep. it would be a, a smart gesture for a new
2: coach to keep him um but no i i don't I, I just don't think he's really ready for that. He hasn't ever even been a coordinator or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I understand it. I love Cadillac as much as anybody. I'm, I'm looking at a signed autographed picture of him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, not yet. Like we talked about off-air, if he goes on and becomes a coordinator somewhere or becomes a, a head coach at Ball State or, or something like that, and then he proves this, you know – Five eight years from now, uh, and if he's not at Auburn, he goes off and does those things, and an opening comes up. You yeah, you damn right, man. He would be considered and all that, but just absolutely no. And then and then no. And also, my dad made this point the other day, uh, and it's a really good point. Um We're probably acting off of emotion when we say that, yep. and it's important to recognize that because one, you know. We, this, we've talked before about how important us hires are and we all have been saying now for months it's got to be an established guy that's a proven winner yep. so we can't just fall in love with our guy all of a sudden and the point my dad made that was a good point was and then what happens if you hire him because you because you love him because of who he is and then next year you're sitting at three and six again mm-hmm. then we're going to have to say things about Cadillac we
0: don't want to say Absolutely. so you know just no,
2: I don't. I don't think it's smart to fall down that. But I think he deserves a raise and to be kept on the staff and some
0: kind of uh, promotion. Dustin, my my thing with this Cadillac stuff is like your dad said, man. I think sometimes we fall in love with the present and what is going on right now and the emotions that come with it, and. All the videos that we have seen on social media, and the post-game pressers, and the post-game locker room speech, and everything that happened on the sideline the other night with the emotions, and him running down and calling the timeout, and just getting after it—things that we didn't see from the previous uh, head head coach—and you know, I just, I don't think the time is right for for now. And like you said, if he goes on and gets a, a you know, a group of five job and, and he wins there, could he possibly come back to Auburn? Absolutely. I would take him with open arms. He's very young. Very young. And if they did hire Cadillac Williams, I wouldn't be mad. I would be cool with it, Dustin. I'd, I'd be, you know, hey, I, he he's done everything the right way so far to, to save this program. And honestly, when I say that, Dustin – I mean he saved a program and I tell all of my my people that that I'm 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 close to a lot of Alabama fans and they say well you know you lost like you lost to Mississippi State and I said look I'm not looking at the 39-33 loss in overtime what I'm looking at is I watched a former player come back to Auburn University Be a running backs coach. Recruit his tail off. And when this opportunity showed up right in front of him, he took it and ran with it. And what he did the other night and what he's done at practice and him sitting outside of a hallway drawing things up, you know, and and him saying, hey, I've only had six hours of sleep this week. Like, I'm tired. But but I'm going to do it for these kids and this fan base. Like, I, I he saved. He saved a program and a fan base, Dustin. Because we we were gone. We were gone. but like, it was over for Auburn. The, the 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 purgatory stage for Auburn football. We were knocking on the door, Dustin. We were knocking it was on the door. It's going to last until. The, I mean,
2: you know, we were at least going to be in a month of, com- of complete hell and, and no fun.
0: Yeah, and 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 we were sitting there knocking on the door, and then all of a sudden, what happens? Cadillac shows up. He saves the day. He brings energy. And what did we say weeks ago, during the Penn State week, if Harson loses that game against Penn State, you just need to pull the plug. And everybody flooded the mentions, Dustin. You're, I waited,
2: me, personally, I waited until Missouri, but that's only a week later.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, my thing with it, Dustin, is you could just feel, whenever you did it, you could just feel that Look, the time for that was over. Just rip the band-aid off and now look at this team. You got a little swagger over there, Dustin. You got you got you got some guys that are wanting to play for their head coach right now. That's the biggest thing to me, is guys are wanting to play for Cadillac. They didn't want to play for the last guy. All right? And what Cadillac means to this place is just uh, it, it's second to none, man, and I love it, man. I absolutely love it. I'm so ready for Saturday night, and yeah, it, it, dude, it's crazy because we're three and six. And and you know, one thing that did one thing that did tick me off today is I know that you haven't been on Twitter much, but Funny Man, you know Funny Man from Alabama, right? Yeah. Okay, so he puts on Twitter. And says some BS stuff about uh, why are you dragging this guy through the mud? Uh, you're yeah, your hero. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Look, let me tell you something here, funny man. All right. Cadillac was given a job. All right, Dustin. He was given a job to save the moment. And what did I just say? He did that. He He took this job that was right in front of him and he did the job, he did it. He saved the Auburn football program. And it was never to make him the full-time head coach, I don't believe. It was to give this program life, and he did it. So, you know what, like you said, you you hate to tell a new coach coming in, hey, you need to keep this guy on staff, but Cadillac Williams cannot leave Auburn football. It can't happen. He's got to stay. He's got to stay. And that's where I'm at with it, Dustin. I mean, I just I, – I thank 24, man. I thank him because, like you said, we were, we were headed down a month of pure misery. And now you look at it, Dustin, you got Texas A&M this week. They're at home. You got Western Kentucky the following week. They're at home. Those are two winnable games. What what happens? What happens, Dustin? If Alabama goes into Oxford this weekend, they lose, and kids start opting out for the draft. What happens then, Dustin? It's uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Like you said, I haven't been on Twitter a whole lot. I appreciate you, Pete Bamble. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a week long suspension because Pete didn't like something I said about him, and I didn't think it was ever over the top.
1: I've seen worse. To be honest. Yeah, to be honest with you, I meant it. I still mean it, and uh, that's okay though. Uh, I'll be back on Twitter on Monday, I guess, <laughs> which
2: really kind of sucks because I kind of want. I, I had some memes ready for George Mason, uh, a historical meme actually. Uh, really did some research on their university and thought it was something I thought was clever, and uh, just didn't get to use it. And I'll be honest, I created a burner, but like. It's no fun. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you've already built up hundreds of followers on your other account, and no one's paying attention to yours. So it's just, it's stupid. And it's like, I'm not going to use this in a week when I can get back online. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it is kind of silly. Uh, but I guess Pete thinks that he can talk crap about Auburn for decades and decades and decades. And then when I decide to defend Auburn and, and, and call him the name. Mm-hmm. Not even a bad name. But whatever, I'll get off that. Um, (laughs) Just, you know, it's funny, man. Uh, Because my point to Pete was, was my point to all of ESPN. As they sat there and spilled their typical ESPN crap on their national platform Mm
1: -hmm. on game
2: day last week. Yep. If we suck so bad as fans, and if we don't give anybody a chance and all this all this stuff, which is like, dude, what do you like? Look how long Tupperville got. Then Gene got four. And then Gus got not like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harsley got fired quick. If you look at all the details of
1: that, he lasted too long. Like, he was, yep. he's just an all-time,
2: he's the worst hire in Auburn history, and he'll go down as one of the worst hires in SEC, if not college football history. I mean, it was just that bad. As as our boy Charlie Five said uh, on Locked On, maybe last week, I've never seen, he said, I've never seen a guy
0: who thought he was so right but was so wrong. Absolutely.
2: I, I thought that was perfect and summed it up 100%. Yep.
0: Um
2: but if we're – so that's just a crap narrative, man. Like, they just really were going at Auburn. And if our fans are that bad and our administration is that bad and so on and so forth, then one, I would ask you, why is the rest of our athletics department killing it? And two, tune in Saturday night. Yep. Because you can't even say, oh, well, Auburn's 3-6, but they're playing Georgia and it's a rivalry game. Mm. No, we're playing another 3-16. and This is the battle for last place in the West. Yep. And it's sold out, man. And the place is going to be loud. And I'm telling you, like, the visitors list is out of this world. Guess who's going to be there again? And I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm going to put in a prediction now. And I'm not a recruiting insider, but I think Quay Russo and James Smith are going to play at Auburn. Why do they come to every home? Why do they at every game?
0: Mm. Mm. They're at
2: every game, Blake.
0: They are. They are, and, and and for like you said, for a three and six ball club, man, like they keep coming, they keep showing up. It, so
2: just a great list. It's gonna be, it's gonna be. Uh, the atmosphere is gonna be awesome, and uh, yeah, dude, like you said, perfect. Thank you, twenty four. Like we love you. Uh, it, it's mutual, you can tell he loves Auburn, and he walks into the restaurant for Tiger Talk and he gets a standing ovation, so mm. we love him, and uh, I'm predicting a big W. Uh, getting my tickets, or got my tickets to Western Kentucky just so I can see Coach Caddy coach a game, and mm. I think we're going to win that as well, and I don't think we'll beat Bama, but like, you know, man, to go 2-2 two and two under the situations,
1: and, and really, man, like, can I cannot believe that kid made that third kick. I just felt yeah. like he was going to miss that kick, and then then
2: we would be looking at a bowl
0: game. But it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, man, just night and day, man. Just night and day feeling as a fan of this program. Mm. Dustin, I got to ask you, man, as as we start winding things down tonight, what does Auburn have to do Saturday night against this Texas A&M team to pull off a victory in Jordan-Hare Stadium? Keep running the football the way that we've been running the football.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you're down – so basically your backup offensive line. But in some cases, that hasn't been the bad thing. Brandon Council looks like your best, would have been your best option at center from the get-go. And uh, Jeremiah Wright looks like he should have been your, one of your best options from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So I guess Tarsals out for the season, so I'm assuming that Alex Axel is going to have to step in there. Uh, you know, not the best option, obviously, but mm-hmm. a guy that's played a lot of snaps and... A&M has been giving up rushing yards left and right. So protect the football, maybe shorten the game a little bit. Yep. Um, snap the ball every time with two, three seconds on the clock. Just control the game. Um, try to win this thing 21-14, 21-17, something like that. Uh, and we, like I said, man, we've been running the football really well. And I thought, like this week, you would think that Will Friend and I, Killer, are going to have a play sheet that they created. Yep. So I thought they did a good job on the fly last week. I thought, like we talked about last week, they made the best in-game adjustments we've seen all year. The offense exploded in the second
0: half. 100%. And we've seen enough of these, uh,
2: what basically is a tall sweep, but it's just, it's not because it's a direct snap to Robbie. Uh, that's, man, that play's been there all year for us. So mm-hmm. uh, I would like to see some more Wildcat. We only ran it that one time last week, but uh, and it went for, what, 40 yards? So. Mm-hmm. Tank is, in the last three games, Tank has uh, touchdown runs of over 40 yards in all three of the last three games. Yeah. So we're starting to get we're starting to get something there. Um, just protect the football like we've actually done the last two weeks. Let's win this turnover. we keep saying it, and then we think it's the turnover win It just doesn't. But again, win the turnover battle. See, well, I guess if you think about it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a two way thing. We won the turnover battle last week. But well, we committed how? What fourteen penalties? Right? Yeah. Okay, so let's knock that down to five, and then let's win the turnover battle,
0: and let's score. And, let's score touchdowns when we get a turnover, man. Stop. Yes,
2: and when you get in the red zone, score a touchdown.
0: Yes. I, yeah. Don't no more field goals unless it's going to be McPherson. <laughs> oh man. Teams, we have to figure something out, Blake.
1: If we if we can't kick the ball through the end zone if Anders can't do it mm.
2: then you've got to find out if McPherson can do it because you're not going to burn his red shirt at this point or if uh, Chapman can do it mm. and if not then you've got to come up with some kind of something that you can defend well, whether it's squib or pinning him on the sideline or something but it cost us last week and it can't, it's been, it been a problem the last two or three weeks I mean it's been a couple of games since we've even had a touchback so I'm not, I'm not too familiar exactly with A&M's return game, but I know they've got athletes over there. So, but this is a team man. We should be able to run the ball on them. They're going to be most likely they're going to be starting a true freshman. That's going to be a real tough atmosphere. He, I know he started last week uh, versus Ole Miss, or his first start was versus Ole Miss or whatever. But like, we saw Robbie Ashford's passing look really crisp versus Ole Miss. They're just not mm-hmm. that great at the defense. So. Yeah. I don't know how much stock you're going to put into that. Uh, I think their freshman quarterback will struggle, so they should struggle on offense. Um, they're down some key players too. They're they're really young, uh, and they and we should be able to run the ball on them on defense. So run the ball, protect the football, and let's just let's not beat ourselves. And like you said, man, get a turnover and punch that thing in the end zone.
0: Absolutely, Dustin, and I think we got to stop. And man, if we can stop a chain back there in their run game, I really think that we have a shot, man. I know they got the Evan Stewart kid on the outside; he's a real playmaker. Uh, but I know our secondary, man. We got some dudes out there that can go out there with him and and make him uh, have a tough day. I really, really I'm love not worried about their
2: offense, unless it's running
0: yeah. the ball. But and I've been doing that well. Their
2: running back reminds me a lot of Tank. You know
0: what I mean? Just got yeah. Stuck by on a lot. And Dude, I'm with you. I don't really – I'm not worried about their offense. You know, the, the A-chain, like, if we can stop the run, I think we're going to have success. I do have Auburn winning this football game. Look, I, I got to – I'm back to the orange and blue goggles, baby. All right, hey, Dustin. Hey, tell, tell our boy Tanner, Tanner, we appreciate you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, got, I got them on too, baby. I went
2: and got mine on too. I got the goggles, <laughs> the
0: robe,
2: the whole thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No doubt. You ever
2: seen "Kicking and Screaming," the Will
0: Ferrell movie? Yes. Yeah, I got that tiger outfit that he put on. <laughs> hey, we're going to have the cone, all right, as Texas A&M's walking off the field Saturday. We're losers, all right? Man, I love that movie. Um, well, I
2: can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to see their yell leaders. Uh, I can't wait to see the video when it comes out, well, it all kind of cool little stuff they come up with. Last year, it was uh, Bo Picks. And he, like, at the time the guy was calling him both picks, he, like, hadn't thrown an interception and in however many passing attempts, like 200 or something. So yeah. I can't wait to see what stuff they come up with.
0: Yeah, their yell stuff, man, that is so cringe, <laughs> dude. I mean, like, they're a cult, man. Like, they're just so weird, man. I just. Yeah,
2: we're, we're a little cult, but, like, theirs is. Yeah, yeah
0: something else. Yeah, it's weird, man. It is weird and they they're all hugging and it's just uh, I don't know. But hey, they do their thing out there in Texas, whatever. You know, have fun with it. Um but Jimbo, man, uh, last question I got to ask you. All right? If Jimbo loses Saturday night, Dustin, do yeah. they do they fire him? Do they fire Jimbo? Uh,
2: dude, like I've I, I tried to, to to watch and um, read a little bit of like you know different podcasts and articles and stuff mm-hmm. from whatever opponent we're playing because I just live
1: in this Auburn cocoon, basically. There's so much Auburn content yeah. that you can consume it all day. Um,
2: they, from what i just just watching their stuff and listening to the people that are their insiders and everything. It doesn't seem like it, because obviously the buyout's a big thing there. But they feel like Jimbo can hey, at least can go into next season, selling. We're really young. This year didn't go well, but we've got a lot of talent, um, and I can understand that with a ninety million dollar buyout. Like now, this year is obviously not going to finish that great for them. Probably not going to make a bowl game. I don't. I mean, if they whichever team loses Saturday is officially out of a bowl game. So,
1: yeah.
2: And I think they're going to lose. Um, I think he starts next year off on the like on the hot seat, and it might that might even be better for A and M. I know it'd be better for Auburn because right now we're the best job available. Mm -hmm. And even though I feel like Auburn is a better job than A and M, that is one of the things where you you know they've got a lot of money. They got a lot of resources, and they're not scared to spend it. So, if they make that move, it could it could get them in the way of because right now we got our pick, and that might throw a wrench in that. So, but if they went into next year with him on the fence, and it didn't start well, they could fire him four or five games in the next year, and then put themselves in prime position, you know, to mm-hmm. to be the top team next year to pick whatever candidate they want. So, I don't know exactly where they sit on it, but Blake, I just couldn't imagine. 80-plus million dollars. Like, you, like I know they're frustrated, but I just can't imagine they're going to pull the plug on it.
0: Dustin, man, I think they get pissed off and they pull the plug. God,
2: dude, that would be insane. That's I, just an insane I, amount
0: of money. I really do, Dustin. I think they are frustrated out there, and I tell you I'm what, friendly. I tell you what, man, I think if they if they lose by double digits Saturday night in Jordan-Hare Stadium, he, I seriously think he's in trouble, bro. I really yeah. do.
2: Yeah, I man, if we work them, that's a good point. If we work them, yeah, I could do yeah. Hey, man.
0: Like, like, you're out, bro. I mean, it is. They're
2: going to get worked work for SLSU in a couple of weeks.
0: So, I mean, Oh, they're they going kind of yeah, to get drummed. Yeah, uh, they're going to get drummed. So... I don't know. They got UMass in between us and them, so they'll win that one. But I don't know, man. I just – that's a $90 million or whatever it is, 86 million or whatever, man. I mean, that is insane. But, Dustin, we're about to get out of here, man. But one thing, like we always do, we got to give score predictions, man. What do you got Saturday night, Auburn, Texas A&M. Let me hear it.
2: Okay, so this, it, it could get rolling to where we win big. I can see that scenario, and it's not that, that unlikely. I mean, you know, but we haven't won a game. Both teams have lost five games in a row. Something's got a gift, But we haven't won a game in a long time, so I can't mm-hmm. pick
1: us to blow anybody out. But I have not predicted us to win a game since Penn State. Mm-hmm.
2: So it feels good to do it. I'm gonna go Auburn twenty-one, Penn State seven or Penn State. Uh, <laughs> Auburn twenty-one, Texas A. I'm still scarred.
0: A uh, and M seventeen. Okay, all right. So you got twenty-one seventeen Auburn.
2: And I think we'll be in control. Pretty like I, you know, um, I just both offenses are struggling, man.
0: Yeah. Dustin, I'm going to go orange and blue goggles. Heavy. All right. I'm going to go. I'm, I got them big. All right. I got them some guns on. They're big, Dustin. And they're bright. And they're glowing. And I'm going to tell you right now, I like Auburn. 34. I'm going big, riding the wave at Jordan-Hare. Give me Auburn, 34 to 20, Saturday night in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Cadillac gets the, he gets the ice bath going to shake Jimbo's hand. They do the water celebration. They do. We finally get to see a water bottle, a water bottle celebration Saturday night, Dustin. I I, I think this is all Auburn, man. I really do. So I would love it. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it, it would be incredible stuff. But Dustin, man, uh, before we get out of here, uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity to drop your social media stuff and and give your last thoughts on this Thursday night. No, I appreciate it, boy. And like I said at the beginning, man, we're uh
2: we're in the thick of it now. We're finishing out this football season and at least we got some excitement. And it's not like when the football season ends,
1: uh the football news are gonna die down. It's mm-hmm. actually gonna crank up. Uh
2: we're gonna have as soon as football's over, we're gonna have all kinds of football stuff to talk about. So a lot a lot of awkward stuff going on all the way through baseball season at this point. I love it. Um you can find me on Twitter. At DMXhod, D M I C H A U D twenty eight. Um, after the our episode where Harson got fired. I uh, got you know, several new followers, got several followers after last episode. I will follow you
1: guys back on Monday when my suspension <laughs> for
2: calling out Pete Dammo on his BS is lifted. And uh, see some messages from some of you listeners. You know, don't mind answering you guys' questions. Always appreciate y'all um, listening and, and reaching out. So I see your stuff. I'll get back to you. It's uh, 28.
0: Love that, Dustin. And one quick thing I know I mentioned it in the intro on this episode, but tomorrow night I will be live on YouTube during the South Florida basketball game. Uh, coming from neville arena i will be here at my home live on youtube so hop in the live chat for that? go ahead man rip one out real quick i'm
2: gonna go i'm gonna go auburn 84 usF
0: 62. dude that's that's insane because i was literally gonna say 82 to 60 auburn <laughs> like like <laughs> the go
2: The leading scorer
0: will be uh, be Janiah Broom with 18 points. Mm, Love that. He's a beast, bro. Um, But, Dustin, man, wrapping this one up, I just wanted to say War Damn Eagle. And that's all, folks. We'll catch you on the next one. We're out. Hey, War Damn Eagle.